as a small biz pro, and so we grow using procurement, program, and control. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is the business zone with. Crystal! <laughs> and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, Crystal, we want to say happy, happy, happy Financial Literacy Month to every person in small businesses out there in the communities. Yes. And I want to say happy birthday to my cousin. Today's her birthday, April 1st. All right. And, uh, I want to say happy birthday, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> to my cousin Carol Nickerson, so I want to wish her happy birthday today. Right. And we, this is, uh, we are already in the month of April. Can is you believe that, that? Is that not incredible, Gilbert? Mm -mm. It was just December, just a, a few weeks ago. It just, like, I, we're on some sort of fast speed, let's hurry up and get there process right now, and it is just like, it just moves so quickly. It's almost scary, actually. I'm still trying to figure out what what route are we on? This fast speed that we're on, where are we headed? Where are we going? What's there? The things are moving so quickly, Crystal. So quickly. So quickly, but there's so much going on in the world that we're living in every single day. It's a new um it's a new thing happening and for the good for the bad i mean right now we're going through um uh, this incredible um uh situation with ukraine and russia and it's that's just like devastating just to even watch it and yeah. i was talking to my sister the other day and i told her i said if um social media had been uh in play or available in 1930 this is what we would be watching that is true that is true right? this is what we we would be watching what happened in uh in germany during 1930 world war ii with with hitler and and it's just amazing every day you just come away going what the heck is happening in this world? <laughs> that is true, man. That is true. That is so true. So, so I don't know. We we're on some sort of we're on some sort of hyper speed, but it just we're just we are constantly inundated with so much stuff happening in the world. And then on a personal, you know, on a on a home note, we got gas that's outrageous. I know. I mean, <laughs> I remember Gilbert when I went to Jamaica. Yeah. And uh we were taking a tour somewhere. I think we were going to Dunn's Rivers Fall, so we're on the little on the van going there and yeah. we passed by some gas stations and the gas I think the gas was five or six dollars and we're like, Oh my god <laughs> And the thing is that five or six dollars that you saw there, that was Jamaican dollars. That wasn't American dollars. <laughs> <laughs> when you calculate it, it was probably like what seventy five cents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we we just driving like 
five to six, seven, eight dollars for gas. Oh my God, that's insane! But here we are in the United States of America, and I've actually seen signs of gas at nine forty-five a gallon. Oh my God, you saw that? Yeah, over by the Beverly Hills Center. That is nine dollars and. You you need to be walking for nine dollars and forty five cent a gallon <laughs> because you know those gas stations closest to the freeway, the freeway entrance or exit, the prices are usually higher than anywhere else. You see right, because they got you at their command. If you coming yeah. off the freeway and you have to get gas yeah. right there, you're going to be spending more money than you oh, yeah. would if you had to if you went by your house. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so we got incredible gas prices. We have uh, housing. The housing market is ridiculous. I saw Gilbert yesterday. I was sharing with my sister yeah. a piece of property in Venice Beach, California. Uh-huh. It was 560 square foot feet of, of property of house. And I bet you cannot guess how much they have it listed for. For for rent or for for sale? For sale. Oh man, five hundred and sixty square feet. That's like one bedroom. <laughs> right, it is one, one bedroom. No, two bedrooms and a bath, but the bedrooms are like closets. <laughs> so don't tell me that they were selling it for more than three hundred thousand. One point four million dollars is what oh it is for in the all part of Venice Beach. The oh original the house was built in nineteen twenty one. <laughs> they did some renovations in nineteen sixty. Yeah. And they're selling it for one point four million dollars. So the only thing you can do is just tear it down. And I assume they'll build something else there. But you're gonna spend a million dollars to tear it to tell down the the structure so that it really is the property, the land. Man. Can you that? <laughs> that is crazy, man. I would rather I would rather live in Victorville or one of those places <laughs> than in, in the Hanover in Venice. No. That's so, crazy, co-host. That's that, right. That and that's why our topic today is all about financial or business financial literacy. Exactly. Because you have to understand what is your value. What uh -huh. are you What are you spending your money on? Yeah. How do you live in today's world if you don't yeah. understand how money is made right. and how to read financial statements? How to reinvest that money so you yeah. can recoup any in you know you can get a return on your investment. Yeah. These are things that we feel that is very important in business, and that's and as the title says today, the secret to business success is understanding money. And in terms of in generating revenues and managing that revenues, we gotta understand the financial literacy part is so critical. We gotta understand. You know, what's the purpose of the financial uh, uh, currency that you're bringing into the business or, or the home, the family? And, mm -hmm. and, and and do you want it to be sustained, you know, over what period of time? Or do you want to help to reinvest it? You know, do you want to keep it in the community longer than six hours? Six hours. Oh, my Lord. I can't believe it, man. In the black community, the dollar. The black dollars. 
lasts only six hours, guys. Six hours. And my co-host is going to tell you some more about this later on when she's doing her presentation. But, man, that's ridiculous. It is. It is six hours. But a lot of that is because we don't understand that power of our dollar, right? Yeah, so yeah. we, of course, have to focus this around our community. And the power of our dollar can go so so much further if we even understand what is we are doing with it. I mean, we, we start businesses and we don't understand um, how to price our businesses correctly. Right. And we we uh, we don't understand our value of yeah. what you you're selling the business for. I always I, you know I, you know me Gilbert. I teach we we teach uh, individuals how to start businesses, and they're like the first thing out of their mouth, and I'm sure you've heard this as well. Is okay. I'm going to sell it for cheap. <laughs> the people can't buy it. You know the people I want to sell to can't afford anything more. Uh, Have you heard that? Uh, I heard it all the time, man. All the time, man. and you know that's what you you you. That's how you learn and understand that folks don't understand the value of the money, the revenue that they're supposed to be generating. Because the first thing is, when you give away stuff for free or for cheap, already you're devaluing the value of your product or services. So your consumers, your customers, are looking at it like. It can't be that important. Can't be that valuable. <laughs> you know? right, exactly. And we don't. And as business people, we don't look at it from a standpoint as us as a consumer. Because if something you have to, you we've learned over time, you get what you pay for. Yes. Right? So yes. if something is a dollar, and then it's probably got dollar quality to it, right? Because it's a dollar. So that means it had to cost the individual whoever's selling it had to cost them a little bit of nothing you yeah. know pennies right. in order to make it for right. them to sell it for a dollar because there has to be profit so that's the stuff that we're going to talk about today guys you, you know what we should do crystal while you're talking about that it just popped into my head you know what we should do right. we, we should say to our our customers we should say hey you know what we're gonna offer some product and our services, and we're gonna offer it really, really free. We're not gonna charge you for it. We're gonna give you crappy services. And <laughs> when you call us and complain, we won't answer the phone. <laughs> would, would you like that deal? Say no. <laughs> I said, well, that's what you get when you get free or cheap stuff. Is that what right. you want your, your customers to perceive you as? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do next time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For those of you that are tuned in today, we're having conversations in in a for in, in a funny way, but but still with a lot of seriousness behind it on why we have to really understand the value of that dollar, what that really means to you, um, and how you need to protect that in, in, within your business, right? And understanding what, what it takes in order to grow that, in order to be the Warren Buffett. I've been listening to Warren Buffett for the last 10 days, and that man's advice is just right on point. He's funny, but he's serious about yeah. how he makes business, how he makes money. Yeah. 
and, and see see what I just said about you know you know offering crappy service. Those are things that he would say. He would say, okay, since you feel it should be done this way, let's do that. Then. Right, exactly. And let's some crappy service along. With <laughs> Exactly. So we want you guys to take away from this that be you don't have to, if you have a valuable product, you want to make sure you're pricing it with a proposition to the customer that you're selling it to, that this is something that they want to have, what they need, but it and it has vol it has monetary value to it. Yeah. <laughs> so we want we want to have that discussion today. But before we do that, Gilbert, how was your week? Oh man, my week has been phenomenal, man. I was preparing for my final class at the Los Angeles Urban League. Uh, we did a class called Contract and Procurement: How to Get Your Business Government Contract Ready. And it was an amazing class, man. The class was done. I'll send you the link, Crystal. I'll send you because it was a recorded Zoom Zoom webinar. So I'll okay. send you the link so you can check it out. It was amazing. And we went over a lot of different things, explaining the differences between informal and formal contracts and how you can go, what, what the, pro the procurement process involves. You know, and all of that. So it was good. It was good. It was good. We had about 80, 82, 84 people on the call, and it was just phenomenal. Well, Diane says, you, uh, Diane, you know who was in the class and said it was a great class, and thank you very much, Gilbert. Oh, Diane, you are on the call. <laughs> thank you, Diane. <laughs> thank I you, love Diane. when you get acclimate. You know, people just come back and really say how much they appreciate it, uh, what you, they learned from you. I, I, I got a couple of those this week, and I was just, oh, I was just over the top with the. Um, with the, the a testimonies that I got this week. I love it. See, I love when I, I share information and the small businesses, they're very receptive to it. And then they go ahead and they implement it. And then they get some results, some positive results. I love that. So Diane, much love, much respect to you. I really, really appreciate you. She said, yes, thank you so much for everything. Hey, Diane. Not because I, I left the Urban League doesn't mean that you can't contact me anymore. You can, okay? You got my, my number, my email, everything. So contact me. I'll be happy to help you out, okay? And I actually I actually said I, I, had, um, I had coached someone earlier or the day before, and they were talking about contracts. And so I sent them over. I hope they showed up for the class, I think. Her name was Monique Jefferson. I think I referred her over to the to the class. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I spoke to her. I spoke. Yeah, to her. I told her to give you a call, yeah. and because uh, she has an interest in, and what she wants to do is really more conducive to doing it B two B, and yeah. in, a, in a contractual uh, place. So I uh, referred her over to you. Because dude, you the man when it comes oh, to the yeah. certification stuff. There is no one that does that like you. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I walked her through the, the small biz pro registration process and she was just, she loved it because she thought, oh my God, you spent all this time with me. And Diane, Diane is saying that she registered with the city of Los Angeles, the county of LA and HCLA also. So I'm loving it. Thank you, Diane. 
this we after we did the procurement class, I was recommending that they register in those databases with those contract providers so they okay. can get contract opportunities. So she did it, man. She did it. Diane, love it. You're listening, Diane. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wonderful. So that and then but then you're the person that, that definitely have that conversation. I don't know anyone in LA that can claim uh that they know what you know. And so, uh, like you feel, I'm Superwoman on my side. You Superman <laughs> on your side, dude. I was, oh, here's it. I, I today, uh, I was honored with a call from uh, Nolan Rollins. It was oh, uh, Nolan called you today. Nolan called me today. Oh, oh and, man, that's and amazing. Hello, and he says hello to you. Much and we were talking. We were talking about our very first show, and he yes. was on the show, and he is doing phenomenal. He's got some amazing things. We need uh, to get him on the show too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told him we truly need to do uh, that. But I was telling him he could not believe we've been on the air for six years, and uh, and how far we've come, and so forth and so on. So it, it was nice to talk to him today. So a lot of laughs from the past over yeah. this last week. I, I did some amazing coaching with, oh boy, every day this week I had someone that I was coaching, either one young lady, you know, I really love it, Gilbert, and I get this, I don't get this this often, this is a rare occasion, and, and in the last couple of times, the uh, last couple of weeks that I've done this, I have gotten such accolades for teaching people how to use their accounting software, uh, I, I trained them on ways. They were so, it, you would have thought that I gave them like a million dollars at Christmas. That's how excited that was. That's amazing. And, and, and that made me excited because it's oh, like, yeah. wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, nothing beats a sense of appreciation. When someone appreciates either the knowledge you're sharing with them, the support you give them, or just the fact that you tell them something and they listen, man. That is just, that's gold. Yeah, it's gone. So, so I was very pleased with that today. So I had to, this week. So some great, some great coaching sessions this week. Um, the shirt is actually one of my really close friends, and uh, her mother was my mother's best friend, and both wow. of them are going on to heaven. So she has been in business over the years, off and on, in the clothing business. So she is now selling these beautiful shirts, uh, legendary shirts with. Um, uh, with Obama and with uh, Michelle Obama and all of the great women of history that have done amazing things for us. So that was an honor of black history. I mean, of women's business month. Uh, but she has a number of other shirts as well. Her name is Vanessa Hawkins and her business is called V's Tees. So if anyone is interested, I am sporting the shirt today and I'm going to share with you, um, let me share with you the shirts uh, that, uh, let's see here, I need this, I think I need this tab here. Oops. Um, let me see if I can share, if it's going to show up. Some of the other shirts that are all that, ooh, let me see if it's going to let me share my window. And it is not. Let me figure out how to get that uh, tire screen. Um, they're not coming up. Of course, when I need it. So I'm going to have to work on getting them to come up. I really love and appreciate the way we do things, the way we do our show, the way we do our coaching, the way we help our small businesses together, man. 
It's just phenomenal. And I love it. I can't wait for us to go on the road and do that <laughs> partnership thing on the road, man. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> okay, wow. here we go. This is one of the shirts. Uh, there you go. Oh, man, that's amazing. Is that not nice? That's that's that one of the shirts. In color, beautiful, beautiful picture of, of Martin Luther King. And then this is the shirt that she gave that's, me for you. Oh, um, that's, that's what your shirt is going to look like. Oh, man, I love it. Tell her, tell her I love her. This is great. <laughs> she's online, but that's it. You, you can type it in the text or it has a comment on She's on YouTube right now. So oh, this is. Um, the show? Yeah, she's watching the show. What's so this her, is. What's her name again? Her name is Vanessa. Uh, so she's on YouTube. So Vanessa, say hello. Just go into the. the the, the comments and say hello to us but this is one of her shirts uh greatness this is the men and then the one of course that i am wearing is the one for um the the women and uh so i if you guys want to purchase it the shirt is 25 dollars. it is a great uh it's a great design great purchase for anyone that's looking uh, to support uh, African Black History Month, and this is the color shirt of the one that I'm wearing. Is I that beautiful? What? I mean, so vivid. And this shirt has all of the women's names. You know, there's um, uh, Kamala, there's Oprah. Um, oh, just tons of you know, this this women that we are Misty Gold, Beyonce. Uh, so representing our race of people. Now I'm going to share with you. She shared this with me and she's been in the fashion business for many, many years. And so now I am going to share and I didn't even, I didn't even remember this. Tell me, do you know who the person is in this, in the picture? Which one? The one, the first one? Yeah, the first one. Scroll, scroll, I, scroll up. Let me see the face. I can't see the face. Me? Oh, go go down. So you want me to look at the one at the bottom or the one at the top? Which the, these, I, these two women right here, are the, which is the same woman. Do you know who that is? She looks like you. Is that your sister? That is me. That's your kid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't even know. I didn't even know these pictures actually existed. She Man, I can see the smile, the cheekbones. It's still there, folks. It's still there. This is amazing. I thought it was your sister. And so, uh, Vanessa is the one on the on the right hand side, and I am the one. I don't even. I I think I must have been in a fashion show of hers. I don't know. I do remember when I was wearing my hair uh, that color and and that and that way. Oh, and man. this is. And, and I do remember when I was wearing my, uh, I had a pixie haircut at that time. And so that is me. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing, Coles. That is amazing. I would never have figured it out. I, I, would, I would probably guess that this person is related to you because she kind of looked like you. But I would never tell that to you. <laughs> 
Oh man, that is great. In the fashion business for for a while, for many years, as long as I've known her, and and so she, um, but never really um, creating a formal structure. So we're going to be meeting, and we're going to actually create a formal structure for her. Her her t shirt line. Uh, she's also selling uh, purses and bags with Michelle Obama's face on it, and various uh, images of Michelle Obama. And then she has another amazing product that she's getting ready to design. So I, I am honored that she reached out to me to help her. And so, uh, so these well, t shirts. Tell, tell her that I'm all in. I'm ready to help her set up her infrastructure, <laughs> back office. I'm ready. Okay, so if anyone is looking to purchase the charts, they are uh, $25. You can reach out to me, Crystal Mitchell, uh, or C. Mitchell at 544 at gmail.com, and then I will refer you over to her. And so she has men and women shirts in sizes, um, uh, medium to, I think, 2X, 3X, something of that nature. And so beautiful shirts, uh, in my, you know, in my opinion, Black history is 365 days a year. So you can rock this shirt uh, uh, highlighting and elevating uh, the, the, the amazing people in our race that have done some incredible things for all of us. So uh, this, this is amazing, Cole. Yeah. I'm, putting, I'm putting your information here in the chat. In, in the chat room. So, yeah, so if you guys are wanting to purchase this shirt, um, then we you can purchase it through me um and there you go so there's my contact information so that is our 30 seconds uh, that's our commercial for her and if anyone else has some uh garments or anything merchandise that uh they're wanting to start their business this is what the business the business zone is for uh, myself and gilbert we're here to help you create successful businesses not just a side gig but actually a business that is running like a business that is functioning like a business that can produce uh, documents like a business. We want you to be in business. And the reason we want that is, is because as Gilbert said, our dollar only stays in our community for six hours. Yep. <laughs> so we need to make sure <laughs> our dollars recycle more than six hours in our own community. <laughs> Oh man, that is so pitiful, man. So pitiful. <laughs> you know, it's like think of think of your favorite thing to have, your most favorite thing to have, but you can only be a part of it for six hours. That's it. You can't have it any longer. That's how it is with our money or black. Right, exactly. And we have a time limit. Like no, like Cinderella. At midnight, your exactly. job is no longer valuable in your community because it has run out the community like Cinderella. It's not like midnight. The the, the 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 carriage turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> We can't have that at all. No, no. And see, that's, you know, that's like Crystal said, that's the purpose of us developing this platform called the Business Zone because several things. We can help you guys in marketing your business. What we do is we make sure that when you come on the show, we talk about you so your your clients will, and customers will know a little bit about your background, your story. And then we talk about your products and services, your business, so they can understand the journey you took, where you are right now, 
what solutions you have for their pain in the marketplace, and they'll respect you even more. And not only that, this link stays forever on YouTube because when you come on the show, you get a copy of the show, which is a link, and the link is also going to be broadcast on YouTube and on Facebook. And you guys can use bits and pieces of this to market your business, market your product and service. So it's a, it's a win-win situation all the way around, guys. Win-win. So try yeah, to get yeah. on the show. Diana, yeah. I want you to be on this show. So you call me right after this, and we'll schedule you in this month so you can Right. So in the month of April, we're highlighting our businesses. We're, we're, we're going to be talking about financial literacy uh, for most of the month. And we have some amazing guests. And we would love to have you as a guest uh, for the Business Zone. So uh, come on. Come on, guys. Just send it out. It's fun. We have fun. It's a great show. You can go to our archives. You can subscribe uh, to the Business Zone. And, um, and you'll get a notification every week when we are airing. And uh, it's the, the subscribe to the business zone is absolutely free. All you have to do is click the button, and then you will get a notification. And you can also see our six years of archived uh, videos that are our uh, videos that are archived on our YouTube channel. So make sure you go mom over. All righty, Gilbert. We're gonna start with um, to get this ball rolling. You yeah. know, you know, people always tell you they love money, yeah. but then, then they don't know how to actually make money work for them. So yeah. then I have to start questioning, do you really love money? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, but for me, I do love money. So it is imperative that I understand what money is all about. So we're going to run this little video. And this is a, a um, a, a documentary that is being uh, that was created by um, Tiffany Haddish, and it's going oh. to be on on um, I believe May 11th on uh, Netflix. So I'm oh, run this, <laughs> and then it's going to get us going with our conversation today. Money. It's a powerful tool, but it's no accident. So many of us are struggling with debt. It's how the whole game was designed. Americans now owe more in student loans than in auto loans or in credit card debt. It's a crisis that we have to address. Credit card companies conduct literally tens of thousands of experiments per year to figure out how do I make the most money from each person. Experts suggest to retire comfortably. Middle-class Americans should save at least $1 million. I think I might be late to the game learning about this. In the U.S., because of COVID-19, trading on Robinhood soared. Let me just clarify, day trading isn't investing. Day trading actually is gambling. Why do we keep them for the same old act? Human beings are terrible lie detectors. Most of us think we're good lie detectors, and that's why we're awful. And how can we avoid taking the bait? This is your golden opportunity. <laughs> So that's how we kicking it off today. <laughs> I love it, folks. I love it. That is great. That is a good, a good, a good teaser to get into what we're covering. Again, let me repeat, folks. Let me repeat. This is National Financial Literacy Month. April. April is National Financial 
Literacy Month, and that's what we're doing on the show today. We're going over financial literacy and different tools and resources that are out there to help you and guide you and educate you. So my wonderful co-host here, Crystal Mitchell, she te just so you know, if you're just tuning in for the first time on the Business Zone, we're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30, and Crystal is our resident guru when it comes to bookkeeping, accounting, the, the back office of financial management, the cash flow management of your business. That's what she does. She does forensics on your business. So she's going to give you a little taste of some financial literacy today. So co-host, take it away. All righty. So we're going to, um, let me go back over here so I can share the screen. So we're going to talk a little bit about certain things that we as business owners must be, uh, we must understand about our businesses and, and protecting our business, right? So we can't afford to continue just to be haphazard and be willy nilly about our business. Uh, so many people are, let me try to get this set up so it's right. I should have done this a little different, but there we go. Um, so, um, whoops, what's happening here? I don't want this one. So we're going to understand that the things that's most important to you as a business owner is protecting what is yours, right? So, uh-oh, what's happening here? I got something from, let me. I can still see you. Okay. Yeah. I had something happening over there that was, shouldn't have been happening. It was in my ear. So let me, let me cue back up again. So there are certain things that business owners, and I think, you know, we, we, I, I get it, the impression that I don't know if it's just the not knowing Gilbert or not being on the radar. I don't know what it is, why we don't protect our, the, the, you know, the, the business, the money, right? Understanding yeah. that in order, if we have a business that we have to have insurance, that's going to protect our assets, right? Yeah. Uh, that we have worked hard to acquire. If you have merchandise and, and you're selling products, then you want to protect that. If you actually are in a brick and mortar and keep, you have customers coming into your store, you want to make sure that your insurances are in place. That's so we're going to talk about the insurance protecting your is a, is risk protection for your business. We're going to talk about taxes. And this is in a high overview. You guys can attend our workshops and our classes to know more about it. But some of the things uh, that was the little clip there that I, that we just, so let's talk about the risk insurance. So protecting your business means making sure that you have all of the necessary insurances that's going to protect your business, that's going to protect you, it's going to protect your family. If you have a partner, that's going to protect your partner so that some catastrophe doesn't come along and all of a sudden everything that you've worked hard for is uh, in jeopardy because someone's going to sue you. Right. Yeah. So then, and, and a lot of this insurance is not expensive, especially your general liability. We have to have insurance for our cars. So we're protecting a value of our car. Would we go without our insurance? You know, the law says no. Right. So should we go without insurance for our businesses? 
And Gilbert, you talk about this a lot because this is some of the processes of making sure that you have these documents ready when you're going to do a contractual business uh, with other entities. You want to talk on that a little bit? Oh, yes, definitely. So having insurance for your business, just like Crystal said, is very critical to the survival and success of your business and ongoing growth and development of your business. Just like with your car, you have insurance. Even if you may just have general liability for your car, but you still have some insurance. So if you hit somebody's car, that that uh, the per other person's vehicle is going to be paid for. If you hit a property and you damage a property, you hit a, a light pole or something or somebody's wall, your insurance will take care of it. The same thing with your business. When you're in business, just remember this, guys. When you're in business, at some point in your business life, you are going to be sued. You're going to be sued by somebody. So you need to have some insurance to protect and cover you. If you're selling a product, you want to have product liability insurance. If you're selling a product, because just remember this. Not everyone may agree with your product. You know, you, they may taste it or they may wear it and they get a, a, a bad reaction. They may not be happy about it. They may try to sue you. So do you have that insurance to cover? The same thing with professional liability. If you're providing professional services and you're giving advice to small businesses, to, to, to your customers, and somebody take that advice and use it in the wrong way and they feel like they're, they are they cause hurt and damage to someone else, they can come back and sue you. So you want to have that professional liability to cover you, to cover you. When they're suing you, folks, they're going to probably sue you from anywhere from 100000 to millions of dollars. That's what they're going to seek out. Now, think about it. Your insurance coverage is way, way, way less than that. Way, way, way less. Your insurance, if it's professional liability, it's probably about $1,500 a year. If it's general liability, it's only $500 a year, depending on the industry you're in. So think about that. Spending a small amount to protect a larger environment. That's what Crystal is talking about. Exactly. And then another protection, risk protection, is protecting your intellectual property. So making sure you're trademarked and copywritten and making sure there's patents on your product. I was just talking to a client this morning. Uh, they have, uh, they're, they're, they're looking at selling some artwork on these uh, uh, social media platforms. So I told her, before you go do that, go protect, make sure you protect the trademark your work because the internet is a free-for-all for anyone out there. So you have to make sure they understand that your product, which is how you make your money, is protected from anyone just walking away and taking it. Because they will. And ain't nothing going to stop them from doing that. <laughs> oh, yes. And they'll do, it, they'll do it brazenly right in front of your eyes. <laughs> right in front of your eyes. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, it is so funny because so many, I was talking to the person this morning and she has a phrase and she wants to put that on T-shirts. And, and I was saying, yeah, it's important. I said, so, you know, everyone has heard this, this phrase for years and years, that good black don't crack, right? Yeah. yeah. That don't, black don't crack was not patent. So someone came along 
and and she's and she's made a whole business out of this. She came oh. and she patented that line. So we would have thought that that was patent, right? But it's copywritten, but it was not. <laughs> See, that's another thing I want to put out there, guys. Another thing I want to put out there. You can create a, a slogan, a, a name, or a phrase. You may create it many, many years ago, and you're living by that phrase. And you know, it's your business motto. You know, it's your, it's your, um, your, your, your mantra, right? But you never had it trademarked. You never had it trademarked or copyrighted. And guess what? Someone else who come in and they scour the internet and they see that it was not trademarked or, or copyrighted. They jump right in there and then they spend the money and they do that. Guess what? Guess who owns it, guys? The person who reg register that information first. So first to register is the owner. First to register as the owner, guy. So, like Crystal say, man, you want to really pay attention, and if you have something of value, protect it. Protect it. Now, Gilbert knows this firsthand because a lot of creatives, you know, people that are, are artists and entertainers, you so you so passionate about your project, you forget to protect your project. So okay. Gilbert actually in another life was actually a recording artist. And so Gilbert, I don't know if you guys have heard his story, but he can tell you what has happened to his his his, his creativity over the years. <laughs> that is so true, Crystal. So true. So I, uh, I used to write and record reggae songs over the years since 1981, I think, 1980, 81. And I've got some songs on the market that they were not published. They not the, the, the publishing rights to it was not published by me. So when the songs were recorded and, and released, the producers, they took the liberty <laughs> registering those song, those songs and publishing them in their names so they get the money i didn't get a cent <laughs> and, and that's the thing with a lot of artists today they don't realize the value of publishing publishing you can do publishing and nothing else and man you can get rich on publishing because every time someone plays your product or your or, or your 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 creation your creation you get paid Every time your song is played on the radio, on the TV, they use it in a commercial, whatever, you get paid. Even on um, YouTube right now, you notice when you do a, a video or a mm -hmm. promo on YouTube, you can't just use somebody's songs. You got to get permission and you got to demonstrate that to YouTube that you have permission to use Right, it. exactly. Even if it's playing in the background, exactly. if you go to monetize your, your, your content, then they're going to tell you you have copywritten material. So, you yeah. know, I, I don't know if you guys have heard our song, come our intro and our exit of our, of our show. That is, if that is uh, 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 the the courtesy of Mr. Gilbert Buchanan or Gilly Buchanan, that's what he was known by. So right. he wrote that song. So yeah. now when we go on, if anybody were to copy our song, that's Gilbert's song. That so and so that's what we want you to do. So making sure not just protecting your protecting your physical property your intellectual property we're all in a in a content we are all creating content all the time a lot of that content is our own originality 
So yeah. make sure you go through the process of protecting it. So you can do that, the trademarks and uh, uh, copyright and patents through the United States Patent and um, Trademark US, Office. USPTO.gov. USPTO.gov, right. yes. So go to USPTS.gov uh, uh, and make sure you understand why it's so important for you to protect your property. So this is all part of that business financial literacy. So we always talk about financial literacy from uh, a personal standpoint. But for me, I think it's more important that we look at financial literacy as well from a business because that's how we're making our money so as gilbert said these are uh the the, the uh types of uh, um insurance you have your general liability you have your product and uh, liability you have your professional liability and then of course you have your commercial liability so these are the uh the things that you should make sure to protect what is yours so those are internal and external so now let's jump on over here because we are literally, as of today, 17 days away from the tax deadline. D-Day. <laughs> so every small business, you're filing taxes, right? So it's really important that you understand what you need to do in order to do that. Uh, so the team of people that help you stay on track and make sure you're ready for that time frame. So your CPA, um, your bookkeeper, and your enrolled tax agent. These, we all work together. Sometimes we think it's so costly to have them, but I guarantee you in the long run, they will save you lots and lots of money. Uh, it's better to have them than not have them. I will tell you from a bookkeeping standpoint, when you take that to your, and I, tell you so many people do this when you take boxes of receipts and to your tax agent like 15 days from the date when he's when tax day is due he ain't gonna like you too much or she's not gonna like you too much it's gonna cost you a whole lot of money but if you be if you're more proactive active from the beginning of the year and you're tracking your revenue and you have your bookkeeper that can help that keep you on track so that it, by December 31st, all you got to do is produce your uh, P&Ls and then you can go on about your business. You don't have to sweat tax day, um, April 15th, but uh, this year it is actually April 18th. Uh, I think there's Easter in there or something. There's some reason yeah, why. I think, I think they throw Easter in their uh, part, part okay. of the day. <laughs> so these are the taxes that you guys, um, uh, uh, that businesses should be concerned with. Obviously, you have your income taxes, uh, your estimated taxes. So if you make over a certain amount of money, uh, then you need to be paying your uh, quarterly uh, estimated taxes. So by the end of the year, when it comes time to paying your taxes, you're not uh, being hit with such a large tax bill. So I think over a certain amount, uh, uh, you actually are required by law uh, to do your estimated taxes. Then payroll taxes. Uh, so this is for employers and employees. Your employers, you have to make sure that your portion of your employees' taxes are paid. Um, um, and you do that by setting up your tax, your payroll taxes with uh, a, a tax, a payroll tax company uh, that can make sure that can happen. And then the good old self-employment tax, 
Um, so this is uh, similar to the FICA taxes that you would be paying if you were an employee. Uh, this is how you as a self-employed individual uh, make sure that you're paying into Social Security and Medicare so that when you retire, there's money there for you. Now, I hate that FICA. When I see that show up, I hate it. I know. But here's the thing, guys. If by the time you turn 65, if you have not paid in what is it, 10 years or 40 quarters, um, hey Michael, a uh, 40 quarters into the system, then there will be no Medicare and no Social Security for you when you go to retire. Uh -huh. So if you if you did not have a working life before a corporate or a job life before you started your uh, self employment then you got a problem. <laughs> you got a real problem. You need to go find you someone that will hire you, put you on the payroll so you can get your quarters in. Hopefully you at least got five in. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you just donated to the social security fund, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. So some of us, you know, yeah, I started working when I was 15 years old. So from 15 to when I left, uh, prior to I left the corporate America, which I stayed in corporate America for about 15 years, but it then I'm paying my self-employment tax. But I already had my 40 quarters done before I actually ventured out to become an entrepreneur. Um, I, so, I had that in my mind already. So if if they if they're not sure if they already accumulated 40 quarters, then they can check with the Social Security uh, Administration, right? And yes, they can tell them how many quarters they've contributed to. Right, exactly. And so I would suggest you start doing that before. Mr. Greg Sneed is on, so he's the financial <laughs> literacy guru. He said, if you haven't done that, go find yourself a rich sugar mama or a rich sugar daddy. <laughs> Oh, man. Always have some great advice. <laughs> and Diana says we can't rely on that money to build your own wealth. Diana, you are absolutely right, and we're gonna get to that part. But this is just the governmental assistance that is out there for you. Um, um, and so we're gonna make sure that that you not get caught up where you have to go find yourself a sugar mama or a sugar daddy because there's a whole lot of Crystal. Huh? Go back a little bit to the payroll taxes. It, okay. say, it says that um, if you if you make up to one hundred thirty-seven thousand seven hundred, you'll be paying six point two percent each, the employer and the employee. What if you generate more than a hundred thirty-seven thousand? How much? Then do you they're no longer. Uh, we're no longer deducting the um, Social Security, uh, the, the 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 Social Security portion of your um of your fica that oh, it wow. actually yeah, it actually stops at that oh, point wow. See, that's good news right there small businesses because if you um if well employees as well if you're generating over 100 and let's say on 138,000 right right you're generating that and beyond then you don't have to deal with the the social security taxes correct yeah, right, exactly, because it, it literally stops. Oh man, it, it, it's already deducted out of your uh, out of your pay when you went over there. And, you know, I've I've done payroll for large companies, and so the the bags didn't pay Social Security. 
Um, good news. Get over that hundred, and you know, once they is leading up to that. So if you make a quarter of a million dollars, and every year the clock starts over again in January, so you would make sure. Um, oh, uh, uh, Greg gave you some more input. Is net earning of one hundred thirty-seven. So when you get to that, when you get up to that point, and you get up to one hundred forty thousand in your net taxable. Um, then that's when it you they stop pulling. Uh, we stop deducting the Social Security. That's good. That's good information, man. Mm -hmm. right. Thank you, Mr. Sneed, for <laughs> for giving. I information. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, but then you do have to to uh, take care of your self-employment tax that you will get once you register your business. Um, and register your business. Okay, so let's move on. What's happening here? Oops. Okay, let's move on to the next. Uh, why is it not working? Hold on. There we go. All righty. So these are the income taxes. Um, the SEC tax is tough. Yeah, it is tough. <laughs> uh, so if you're an employee, then you know the amount of money is all based upon your how much money your growth. Uh, your minimum of annual growth income and um, your the net of how much you're making. So that's up to 12000 single. So that determines what tax, tax bracket you're in. Um, and then those of us uh, that are individual uh, and, and, and um, individuals and self-employed, then we have a tax that we pay as well. So if you don't file your taxes with the IRS, uh, they're not a gracious entity. <laughs> That's all I can tell you is they're not a gracious entity. And so there's always penalties and interest that will be assessed uh, for any amount that's due on your taxes. You can extend your taxes if you guys are not ready. Um, if you owe, though, I believe. And then, as Greg says, and make sure you're claiming every deduction in the book, legal deduction. <laughs> and that's why it's good, guys, to have a small business. Because as a small business owner, you do have deductions. Just imagine if those of, of us that don't have a business, there is nothing really today to deduct. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to have have a business of so you're writing off and home-based businesses are good. <laughs> Greg has humor. He says three people not to mess with is the I, the R, and the S. <laughs> Those three together, man, they're 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 tyranny. <laughs> your estimated taxes, if you owe over $1,000 in your taxes for the year, uh, then that is really the trigger point for you to do your estimated taxes. So you would want to talk with the person preparing your tax returns uh, for you, either your CPA or your, um, your tax enrolled tax agent. Uh, they can kind of give you what your estimate, estimated tax is. Uh, and then you would pay those taxes in a quarter system. So in January, you'd be paying for the previous quarter. Um, in uh, the second uh, quarter, uh, which is April 1st to March 1st, um, you would be paying for the second quarter. And then the third is June to August. And then, of course, that fourth quarter rolls over into the next year. 
So that would be, so ask your tax uh, preparer, whoever's preparing your taxes, if you're, if you owe more than a thousand dollars after your deductions, you want to ask them, uh, to, um, uh, to assist you with setting up the proper amount. So we already kind of talked about the, the self-employment tax and so we're going to skip by that. So April 15th is the day that, or in this case, this year, April 18th is going to be the day uh, that you need to pay taxes. Now, let me give you guys a little insight. As a business owner or as anyone that pays taxes, we always go to our tax guy and we say, I don't want to pay any taxes. So the tax guy says, okay. So they just start taking everything off, right? At the end, you don't pay any taxes. They reduce your income to a very small amount. So it justifies that you don't pay any taxes. But then the following year, you go to apply for a line of credit or you go to buy a home or you look for some sort of loan. And what happens then? The PPP loan. <laughs> so then they tell you, I'm sorry, you didn't make enough money to qualify for a loan. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to your tax person, don't be thinking just for this moment. Think about what you want to do down the line for your business if you're if you feel you're going to grow your business and you're going to need some financial assistance some uh, uh, access to capital you have to show for three years prior that your company has made money and uh, the thing about this is you know there, there is um a cost and a benefit to doing this when you write off certain things and you show that you may you, you you you've lost money you didn't make a profit there's a cost and a benefit to that is the benefit is that you know you may not have to pay any taxes that year because you show a loss the cost is now lenders partners and others are going to look at you like hey this company is a loser <laughs> they're, losing They're losing money. They can't manage their operation. What's going on? They show a loss of three straight years or four straight years. What's going on with this business? You know, they need someone to come in and start generating sales for them because you need to show you need to show what you make and you need to show what you pay in taxes. So then the lenders of the people who provide lines of credit, strategic partners who want to invest in your business, they can see that and then they can get an idea and they can measure effectively how much effort they want to put in your business. So it's it's a cost and benefit, guys. You got to think about that. And that's why you have to plan. So if you have plans to grow your business and take it to the next level and you know you're going to need some capital to do that, then you might have to readjust that conversation that you're having with the person that is 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 preparing your taxes. Um, and Greg says the challenge there is the lender wants to see strong income, but the stronger the income, the more IRS is in your pocket. So it is a challenge. It's a yep. it's a balancing act, right? Yep. Um, so that's why you have to have conversations with professionals, but you also have to have good records so that you can have those conversations and know how. Uh, to navigate through that, and a and a and a and a, um, a, pro a professional, a financial professional, can help you with that. Uh, these are the dates that your taxes are due. So, if you are a partnership or a multi-level, multi-member LLC, your taxes were already due, and you are late. 
<laughs> and it was due March 15th, and I hope you got an extension. Uh, and as well as for S-Corps, and then March 15th was your due date. April 15th is for personal taxes and also for sole proprietors and LLCs. So that's the date that's coming up. If you're not going to be on time, then make sure you reach out to your tax person right now and have them file an extension for you while you continue to get your stuff together. Um, and also corporation C-Corps are due on April 15th. And May 15th and June 15th is nonprofit. Uh, the what 990 is due and the 199 is, is, uh, in is due. And then April 15th, October 15th is now time for those that extended from the April 15th or from the May 15th is now time for you to get your tax list done for that particular year. So put these dates on your calendar. Um, and um, so that you can make sure that you are on time and or you've done whatever you need to do to protect yourself and your business. Greg says the home lender, homeowner, mortgage lender is looking for growth income for salary, but net income for businesses. So that net is different. So again, that's why it's so important that when you sit down with your tax person, um, that you do that. Quarterly taxes are obviously your estimated tax and also your payroll tax. But if you have a payroll company, which I highly recommend that you don't do your own payroll, that you actually uh, have QuickBooks payroll, Paychecks payroll, or ADP payroll, or Gusto, or whoever's out there, because they will make sure your tax, your quarterly payroll taxes are done in timely. And if there's any question, you can just refer them back over uh, to that payroll company because the state of California is relentless. <laughs> know this. And so, um, and this is how, yes, Diane, this is how you plan ahead. Knowing what you know will help you plan ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and right. And, and your corporate structure, this also matters. So it's just, you know, I, you know what? I hear this all the time. People it's like, okay, I'm gonna do an LLC. And you go, why? I don't know. Somebody told me that I should do an LLC. I'm gonna do a C Corp. I'm gonna do an S Corp. So they really never know why they're doing it. They just, you know, they're all of a sudden going to incorporate and they haven't really thought it out. Have you, what are your comments on that? Oh, that is so true. A lot of them say, hey, you know that street side consultant, the one I've been talking to? They told me that <laughs> I got to do an LLC. And I said, <laughs> okay, is it a single member LLC or a multi-member LLC? Well, it's going to be a single member. I said, as a single member LLC, you know that you will be taxed either as a an S corp or as as a sole prop? Did you know that? Oh well, I never thought about it. To say you know how much taxes a sole prop pays, uh, almost fifty percent, if not more, <laughs> because they got to pay Social Security along with the state and federal taxes. So, do you want to pay fifty percent as an LLC? Oh my God, I never thought about that. <laughs> so this this goes right into your next point, Crystal. You know, which which speaks to what the corporation tax is versus an LLC or something. As of the, the 2018 Tax uh, Act, which was uh, that other president uh, put into place, and 
And he put it in place specifically for those that were C-Corps. Because who are C-Corps? Uh, who registers their businesses as C-Corps? Wealthy people do. <laughs> and the reason why is because someone comes along like that other president and he created a flat rate, 21% for all businesses that are set up as C-Corps, right? So, but right now, they're actually got some legislation going on where that may change because a lot of C-Corp and, and wealthy people, a lot of their money is tied into their shares, their yeah. stock options, right? And so, uh, yes, pass-through information. So, pass-through income. So, they don't, they figure, well, we don't have any money, right? The company has money. 21% is all we're going to pay, but we haven't got our stock yet, but our stock is acquiring uh, value. So they're working on some, some legislation now to address that. So we have to see how that turns out. But I think Biden, I think Biden increased that, that tax rate though on corporations, Crystal, to 27%. Okay. So it was increased from 21 to 27. You got a lot of pushback, but they, they, they were able they to pass it. Push so 27%, yeah. uh, which is so still, if that's the best setup for you. But again, don't talk to that as, as Gilbert calls him. When you call him Gilbert, that's, that's the, the street side consultant. <laughs> yeah, so don't talk to the street side consultant. Go find yourself an attorney or a CPA that understands corporate law <laughs> and corporate structures <laughs> and taxes and ask them what's the best one for your company best, best based upon your future goals for and plans for your business. Okay. Uh, other taxes that you have to you pay obviously estate income taxes, uh, property taxes if you own your your building, and sales taxes if you're selling things. So, and this one's really important today is the business tax registration. Since the pandemic, the city of Los Angeles has made it a a mission <laughs> to make sure that all businesses doing business in the city of Los Angeles is registered for their business tax registration certificate. And if not, there is a heavy penalty. And that due date is what date, Gilbert? It's February 28th. Every year, February 28th, you don't want to miss that deadline. And once you miss that deadline, you can pay as little as $300 as late fees or up to thousands of dollars, depending on the size of your business and how much revenues you're bringing. Right. So you want to make sure, put these dates on the calendar, February 28th. Again, this is part of understanding the financial literacy of doing business, right? So next is... Um, as we we got a few more minutes for a little more than 20 minutes for the show. Here are the top five tax mistakes that small businesses make. And so we're going to discuss them. First one is filing or sending the failing to file or sending the proper forms or payment to the IRS Ooh. and in the state of California. That's a big mistake for most people. So again, most of us try to do everything on our own. Uh, sometimes things get a little complicated, and so you really do need to make sure you have a qualified tax person or a lawyer or someone, bookkeeper, that's guiding you to make sure you're doing the right thing. 
Uh, so your 1099 forms, your W-2s that have to go to your employees. Remember, there was a law change um, just before the pandemic in 2020, 2019, that not everybody falls under a 1099 self-employed contractor. So uh, the AB5 readjusted and read um, the definition of what is a contractor. So you want to make sure you're up on what that is. Um, and it used to be a 20-point question. Now there are three questions. Uh, but if by, by definition, if your employer is directing all your actions, you are, have to be there at a certain time. You have to take breaks throughout the day. You got to leave at a certain time. They're providing you with all of your equipment and you don't have your own business uh, structured and set up, then you are considered an employee. So just know this. Um, and also, I want to share something real quickly, Crystal, on, okay. on, on, on the, the failing to file or sending the proper forms or payment to the, the IRS or the state. Folks, we talk about this all the time. We talk about paying attention to uh, directions and instruction. That is very, very, very important when it comes to the government, okay? So if they tell you you got to file a form by a certain time and you file the wrong form, they don't care about that. They don't care if you made a mistake. You didn't, as far as they're concerned, you didn't file a proper form in a timely manner. So guess what? They're going to hit you with late fees. They're going to hit you with penalties. If the form is not right, and you may complete the form, but you may not sign the form, it may be a courtesy of theirs to ask you to sign it and not charge you, but most of the time, they will say, oh, this form is incomplete. They're going to kick it back. And now the clock starts all over again. And guess what? Now you're after the due date. So that document is late. So you got to pay a late fee and penalty. So keep that in mind, guys. Got to pay attention to what they're asking. Right. So as Greg Snead says, the trilogy, your accountant, your lawyer, your tax person. That is how they keep you out of trouble. <laughs> I would add one more to that, and you want to get a professional consult business consultant who understand what they're doing, understand the industry, and understand small businesses. And we're not we're not pointing you in our direction, but guess what? Crystal and I we're super consultants. We know things, so you want to have someone like us in your corner. Right, exactly, to help guide you. Number two on the on the roster here, and let's see if you guys can guess what number two is, is overestimating, underestimating, or overreporting, or underreporting your income. I had a client, Gilbert, years and years ago, that was referred to me by my bank, no less, uh, and they, because the person was having major problems, didn't have any accounting system set up, nothing, right? Just everything on pieces of paper and ledgers and Excel spreadsheets. So uh, they, and, and business owners tend to overestimate when they're looking for loans <laughs> and underestimate when they go to the IRS. Yeah. So this particular person, 
out of misjudgment, overestimated for the IRS. Uh oh. <laughs> and so he got, I got called in because he had a $20,000 tax bill. Oh. And so, but he didn't have books. So he, they were asking for financials and, and, and statements so that they could see what was the problem. Because he knew that he didn't owe that amount. So when I went through his entire book, he had, he was a property manager. A number of his units had been vacant for months. Uh, a lot of his units were under Section 8, so they were being um, held. Um, they were, they, they, there's a word they call it where they're the, the Section 8, they're not paying for uh, the, the rent during that time because they're inspecting it for whatever or they have some sort of violation or something. So when it turned out that he had overestimated his income by at least $40,000. Mm -hmm. and that's what they were taxing him on so we had to go back and show all the i had to create rent rosters um rent rolls and then what was vacant how they were vacant proof of that vacancy uh in their book and so he we were able with the uh assistance of uh his accountant and able to get that reduced and he ended up owing like a thousand dollars so you don't want to overestimate it will cost you a lot of money. And then if you underestimate, then it may cost you some penalties, <laughs> which is a little harder to get rid of. <laughs> and this one, myself, Gilbert, and Greg will yep. all cheer on this one. Do not mix your personal and your business expenses. Separate you personally from your business. Make sure there is no co-mingling of the business funds and the business expenses. That is a surefire red flag for the IRS. Once they see you start co-mingling your personal and your final, that your 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 business and the personal, then they'll say, "Okay, guess what? We need to conduct an audit here." just to make sure that the business expenses are the business expenses and the personal are the personal. You don't want, if you're running your business, you don't want on your receipts, your claims that you're making expenses. You're claiming dog food, for example. You purchase <laughs> dog food, they're going to go, well, are you running a dog grooming company? Are you running a guard dog company? No. So why is dog food on here as an expense? You know, that's a personal expense. Can't be mixing that with a business expense. So. Exactly. And it's a nightmare for your bookkeeper in yeah. order to come in and fix that and, and be able to distinguish between the two. So it's just easy. If you have, if, if open up two bank accounts, one personal, one business, Write yourself a check. Not to say you can't use your own money, but write yourself a check and deposit that into your personal biz, uh, account and then pay your personal expenses out of that and make sure everything coming out of the business is exactly what it is. It's so much easier. Yeah. Um, find you an interest bearing or account that doesn't charge you any fees, that that's an issue. Uh, but again, you're in business and those fees are just deductible. Next one, poor record keeping because you're not keeping records. You're not, you just got boxes of receipts somewhere and you don't know where anything is, when everything's supposed to be. So poor record keeping puts your tax deductions at risk. 
So in order to make sure you are getting your legit, as, as Greg says, your legit deductions, make sure you have an orderly system. And number five, not taking your property proper deductions. So for those of you that don't know, if you're starting your business, startup costs are deductible. Taxes, interest, fees, charitable contributions, retirement plan contributions, bad debt, uh, your home office. Yeah, uh, uh, your home office, your insurance, utilities, your property tax, your home repairs, a percentage of a proportion of that is deductible, uh, health insurance, and, uh, is also deductible. So, uh, make sure you're taking your proper deductions. And, and as Greg says, number six is your pet is not a dependent. <laughs> 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 yeah, of course he's depending on you. <laughs> and also education and training. So it behooves you. A lot of you guys don't want to uh, go in and, and receive um, uh, professional training or education. You don't want to pay for it. You think it's not valuable. You can write that off on your taxes. Yeah, securing a, a a Gilbert or a Crystal or a Gray. These are deductions for you, legitimate deductions that you can write off on your taxes. That is going to help you be able to move your business to that next level. So take a class, write it off the next year. Those are all deductions. So don't be cheap on investing in yourself. And then finally. I can never do anything that deals with financial literacy unless I am talking about making sure you have an accounting system and accounting basics in your business. I would be uh, a miss <laughs> in, in what I do for a living. <laughs> and, so, and if she if she does not do that, then she has to turn in her super consultant card. Okay. Yes, I don't want to turn in my super consultant card. So, uh, opening a business bank account. So you have to make sure you uh, set up your business legitimately, and that you have a DBA that says that you are running this business. Keep track of your income and your expenses separate from your personal. Develop a bookkeeping system. Hire someone to do it. I train people how to do it because even if you hire someone, I still highly recommend that you understand what is happening so that when they give you financial reports, you know exactly what they're doing so that it doesn't have to be fixed at the back end. Build your business credit. Your business is its own entity. But if you have a, you've registered the business, you legitimize the business, it is its own entity. Build your business credit. Determine how you're going to get paid. Nobody thinks that you're working for your business for free. The bankers want to see that you're paying yourself a salary. If someone is trying to invest in your business, they are going to, um, uh, if someone's trying to invest in your business, they want to know you're being paid, right? Establish sales, your sales tax procedures, determine your tax obligations, and set up payroll systems. So this is how, this is the basics of a business. And then uh, go about establishing your credit. So uh, the nine steps to, side, to establish your business credit is put your business on the map, 
uh, maintain good credit with your suppliers and vendors, obtain a, a EIN number. Gilbert is big on this one. Do not do business under your social security number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Pay bills on time. Establish your Dun and Bradstreet. Open a business credit card. Get incorporated, but make sure you're the trilogy. Make sure you're asking which is the best one for your business. Separate your business and your personal and monitor your credit. So those are the steps to maintaining your business. And I'm going to skip that part. And these are some of the tools that you can use to make sure that you're doing proper business and managing and with some organization of your finances. And with that, Gilbert, um, that's, I'm going to stop it right there. I think you've done great, co-host. You've done wonderfully. And just because of the fact that you are the expert in this area, you know, I don't need to jump in and do anything. <laughs> I just let, I just give you the wheel and say, take us to where we need to go. Because this information is phenomenal. And of course, we got our honorary our, our honorary co-host, Mr. Greg Sneed, with some additional advice, which is good. So he said, "Have a good advice." And you know, Greg is our um, uh, he's a, he, that's what he does. He does financial literacy. So making sure, guys, this is how we're kicking off Financial Literacy Month: understanding how money works, understanding how to protect that money, understanding how to keep track of your money coming in and out. Um, and when you're got all of this stuff and all this structure in place, then when you go talk to Gilbert and he's talking about, um, he's talking about contracts, doing contracts, you are now business ready. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And also by you taking these pointers and tips that Crystal provided you with, guess what? It's going to put you in a better position when you circulate that dollar in the community for it to stay longer than six hours. <laughs> longer than six hours, guys. Okay? We want it to stay, for, for some groups, the money stay into the, into the community for 14 days or 21 days. Okay? 14 or 21 versus six hours. So we need to do much better with our money. We need to be do much better in managing our money. And since this is financial national financial literacy month april we want to start paying some attention guys and i'm sure when you're making a decision right now in terms of your taxes running your business your your bookkeeping you're going to be hearing my co-host crystal's voice in the back of your head going hey will that action that you're going to take right now will it contribute to your money staying longer in the community than six hours Exactly. <laughs> so just to emphasize what Gilbert is expressing, uh, Asian dollars stays in their community 28 times. The Jewish community stays 19 hours. The Latin community 14 times. It turns over. White community unlimited. Black community six hours. So sad, oh, guys. So sad. I, I would give what I always teach. I, I was speaking at um, Audubon uh, on a career day two weeks ago. Last last Friday, actually, I spoke uh, on career day at Audubon middle school. And so I was telling the kids this. 
And so I said, so do you guys, I told them all these numbers and I said, so do you guys know how long the black dollar stays in the community? And so they were trying to guess. And so of course they were saying, thinking as well, okay, maybe six times uh, or maybe five times or maybe nine times thinking in, in correlation to everyone else. So yeah. I said, no, it stays for six hours. There was this one little kid said, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? I said six hours. He said, "Oh, that's so sad." <laughs> this was a middle schooler, twelve, thirteen years old. So that is very sad, people. So let's Diana, make. It Diana said that her son told her about career day. So probably the same day where you were at there, right, Crystal? Oh, did Diana, your son go to Audubon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it may have been, but that kid's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, six hours is sad. It's really, really sad. You almost hate to even say it in mixed company. <laughs> it's, embarrassing. it's embarrassing, man. Cause looking at this chart, Crystal, that you put together, I feel so embarrassed right now because I'm going, the black dollars, only six hours. The Asian dollar, it's 28 times. So it's like 20, 28. Um, 28 days, right? 28 days. So super sad, super, super sad. So we just want to make sure everybody, uh, uh, let's see if we can work on this. And we and this has been the case for such a long time, but I don't know. You know, people have certain reactions to other things in our community that they feel is, um, <laughs> Greg said it hit seven and a half hours. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably not, Greg. <laughs> I don't know about that, Greg. I don't know about that. With people staying home, they're not getting their unemployment checks. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Possibly, but not. I, I don't think so. But anyway. Uh, we want to make sure that we change this, guys. We we can't create wealth in our community if, if our dollar is not circulating back in our community. And a lot of our problems uh, stem from the fact that we have no money. We, we have a power because we actually have, I think, um, in the same presentation, because I did this for Black History Month, in the same presentation, we represent um, um, a one-point trip. We, one point uh 1.3 trillion dollars and what we spend um we have we spend one point trillion dollars in the whole entire uh, marketplace so that's kind of ridiculous um so we want to make sure there's 37 million black people in america spending basically a trillion dollars in value annually uh thank you greg we enjoyed having your input so we want to make sure we change that for the benefit of our children Crystal, uh, i think we need to take this show on the road man because we need to educate and make awareness to a lot more people we can't keep having the six hour crap going on man we gotta extend it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, it, it, it's super embarrassing uh, for this to happen. So we do need, need to fix that. Uh, and we need to teach our children. So I'm going to close the show with uh, the, I do a biz camp every summer for children between the ages of 12 
uh, 13 and 18, teaching them how to be entrepreneurs. And this is some of the conversations that I have with them on how important it is that one, we create our own businesses, which help us create our own wealth. But at the same time, we are making sure we're supporting other businesses that look like us in our community. So if any of you have children between the ages of uh, 13 and 18 and you're interested and they have an interest in being an entrepreneur, uh, please um, have them go over to the Urban League uh, to sign up. Um, the application is out and we're taking uh, that now. We're taking applications now. So I am going to put their website there. And it is slash biz camp. Oops, I'm not sure what all these things popped up. Uh, biz camp. My, my computer is doing some crazy stuff. And sign your child up. They will have a fantastic time. It's a, it's a virtual class. It's 30 days. Starts July 5th. You are so welcome, Diane. July 5th through the end of the month. The kids, we actually pay the kids a stipend for attending um, about $250. And then the kids also get an opportunity to build their businesses and pitch their businesses. And they're uh, competing with one another. So it's an amazing, your kid will go in one way and come out another way. There'll be uh, stronger public speakers. They will be knowledgeable in, in, in how to run a business financially, how to market a business. So it's a great opportunity. Doesn't cost you parents anything. All you have to have accessibility from 9 to 1 o'clock uh, in the month of July, and it's free, and it's an amazing time. And then after that, they belong to our, our alum, and then we, we, present, we provide other opportunities for them to raise capital for their business. So um, you can reach out to me. Yes, your son would absolutely love it, Diane. Uh, it, you can reach out to me. At, and let me put my email here just in case if you want more information. I am one of the instructors as well as my partner, Rhonda Center, uh, Hobart. And we have been doing this program for over 15 years with the Urban League. So uh, sign up today, everyone. All right, Gilbert, anything anybody else needs to know before we sign off for the day? Well, I think that... Um with all of these programs that we're doing a lot of training we're go i'm gonna take a little break right now but uh vermont slauson and glack uh, i'm still coaching at those entities so uh glack is having their graduation april 27th uh their last class um coaching class will be april 13th and now I'm working on developing their, their capability statement for them. That's another advantage, Crystal, that the platform Small Biz Pro has because it can create your capability statement for you in 30 sec 30 minutes. You know, oh, without, really? Yeah, in 30 minutes without you even breaking a sweat. You know, a lot of people, it would take them weeks before they could develop their own capability statement. This system does it in 30, 30 minutes. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's yeah. pretty awesome. There was another something I wanted to mention. I wanted, I was going to put the link in uh, the, the I'm, I'm going to put the link in the in the chat room for you, Diane, if you want your son uh, to participate. Uh, let me make sure I got the right link. And then also the SBA has something going on. Uh, so let me get the link over to Diane, have them sign up. I had a bunch of kids so excited, Gilbert. They were like, 
super, super excited. I love it. I love yeah. it when when the when the youth get involved in entrepreneurship. Because you know, you know why I love that, Crystal. Because right. when, we, when we were growing up, we didn't have anyone to guide and coach us just like we we're guiding and coaching. Oh no, I had to go through, man. I had to go through all kinds of stuff to uh to learn how to do this myself. Okay, there we go. Um there's the link uh that should take you right over to the application. And uh but there's also something here that I got from Emma Maxi. Uh there's something going on at the um not at the SBA for our businesses. Yeah, it's a union bank. Oh, what's happening here? What is this? Uh, Union Bank. Uh, oh, it's our registration for our kids, actually. Our kids are actually participating in a competition. And okay. so, is out. Uh, so let me share that real quick. And so, you guys, uh, we have kids that are competing in a competition, business plan competition. So, it is um, going to be on April 19th. So you can go over to, um, uh, actually, I will be putting this up on our site as well. So the date is April 30th. It's a virtual camp. It's a virtual competition from 9 to 1. So we're excited. We have about 25 kids actually registered from, uh, we have more than that. Actually, we probably have close to 50 or 60 kids coming from 19 different other organ 19 organizations. This is the the the, pro the the competition that my kids took first, second, at all the places last year. I love it, Crystal. <laughs> I love it. See, this makes me feel so good because not only do I know that you and Rhonda put your heart and soul in these programs, but you get results. You're getting results. These You're getting results. So yeah, these young entrepreneurs, man, they're winning these competitions. They come in first, second, third, fourth. <laughs> yes. it. so it's, it's awesome awesome so guys that's been our show today it's been a great show uh little financial literacy i got a couple of uh, notes over here that that was a refresher and thank you great show um on financial literacy so this is the business side of financial literacy that's you're right. so welcome diane and so, definitely we're so glad to have diana on the show today diana thank you for following us i hope you subscribe to the 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 youtube channel so you can get free information and this, just so you guys know the subscription is free you don't have to pay anything some people talk about subscription and they charge we don't charge anything for our subscription now remember this we also want you small businesses all of you guys out there to reach out to us we you got our contact information in the chat Reach out to us if you want to, to promote and market your business on the Business Zone. This is a great platform for you. We are worldwide. We're broadcast worldwide. So if you want to get your product, your services out there, let people know about your business, know about the, the, the story behind your business, their product and services, this is a great platform. You guys are not paying anything right now. You know, we're planning on charging a fee in some upcoming months so jump in right now guys <laughs> exactly so just like these tees i'm sporting her t-shirt today 
And so uh, she had, you saw the pictures of, of BT, reach out to me. My contact information is in the site and then I will forward it over. This t-shirt is $25. It is made out of some amazing soft material and, and I'm loving the feel of it <laughs> and I love the picture. So it's like um, newspaper print with the over screen of Maya Angelou, uh, um, Condoleezza Rice, uh, uh, Rosa Parks, Michelle uh, Obama. Obama, um, just, you know, women in our history that have done amazing things. Biddy, Biddy Mason is, I think is on here. So, um, go, you guys want one? Miss, Miss Vanessa, my friend, she is selling them. So reach out to me if you're interested. So, and Black History Month is not one day, one one month in the year. It is actually 365 days. Walk proudly with our ancestors that have gone before us to do amazing, great things. And we should be doing the exact same thing as well. So uh, I'm going to say There you go. The full shirt. I can't wait to get mine. I'm looking forward to it, Vanessa. <laughs> All right. So you guys reach out to me, and I'll get that information to Ms. Vanessa. She'll be ready for you to, to take orders soon. So but I'll make sure you get to her. All right, Gilbert, it has been a great show. Oh, yes. Love it. I'm always loving this, man. Whenever we do the business zone on Fridays from 3 to 4 and 4.30, if it's amazing, like today. So yes. <laughs> that's what we do, guys, every week. And in order to get notification on when the show is coming on, make sure you go to YouTube. You subscribe. You hit the subscribe button and you register. Do the same thing for Facebook. Real soon, we're going to be on LinkedIn and other platforms, right, Crystal? Yeah, I actually, it does get archived over there. I send it over to LinkedIn uh, after it's on Twitter. It's on um, the Business Zone's Twitter account. And we actually are um, located on, you can find us on 10 podcast channels, uh, Podbean, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple iTunes Podcasts. Spotify, and a number of others. So just going over to our, uh, if you are listening in, in the car, uh, you can grab us that way as well. So wherever you are, the business zone is. <laughs> so that's how it is. <laughs> and, and we're going to be back next week, next week, Friday at three o'clock. And we're going to have uh, maybe one of you as our fascinating guest on the program. If not, we'll have class in session again, and we'll talk to you guys about tips and tricks and how to grow and expand your business. Well, actually, I just got a, uh, uh, Vanessa was hoping that we could do, have someone come in and talk about copyright and, and trademark. I do have someone. I'm going to see if they're available for next week or at least sometime this month. So. We, will, we will definitely do that for you, Vanessa. Copyright, trademark, that's very, very important. So, yes. We'll have some so we ready to sign on out? Oh, yes. We're ready to sign out. So see you guys next week, Friday, same time on Google Live. I mean, on YouTube Live or on Facebook Live. and Or you can go to the Business Zone website, which is www.thebusinesszone with crystal and gilbert.com. 
Crystalandgilbert.com. So with that being said, guys, stay tuned. And, and tune in on Thursdays for the community briefing with Crystal and Gilbert. We had a yep. fantastic show last week. Uh, Jackie Broxton from the Biddy Mason Charitable uh, Foundation. I saw that. Did you see Crystal? Yeah, she. Oh, we. Oh, it was such an. It was inspiring and informative about the the uh, foster youth and that wow. there are over thirty thousand uh, black young people uh, in uh, foster care. Uh, so um, and so, I want to help out however I can help, and she need they need help. So. Um, so tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. for the business zone. I mean, I'm sorry, for the community briefing. We also stream live on Facebook. So with that, Gilbert, I think we can tune out. We Good are night, out. Diane. Thank See you, Diane. <laughs> next week. Thank you, Diane. Diana, appreciate you. Keep following us, okay? And bring some friends. Bring five friends next time, okay, Diana? <laughs> <laughs> right. Share. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur